Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. episode I want to talk about a concept called Shukyo. It is a very old Japanese concept, um, at least I think that's where it originates. Um, I've always heard this term referred to, uh, referred in the world of martial arts, but I think a lot of us do this, whether intentional, on purpose or not, I'm not sure. Let's dig in and see what you think. If you research the term Shugyo, you may find two directions. And I'm super inter- interested to see what you think of it and how you might be doing this already, on purpose or not. Historically speaking, Shugyo is a martial quest of the samurai. Uh... You know, think about um, Miyamoto Musashi, right? Traveling the lands, practicing his swordsmanship um, with no no payment involved, only only the prospects of getting better. Um, travel travel the lands and practice your profession free from protection of your clan or your boss or leader. It's considered a true test because to truthfully test your skills in a real-world scenario, you'll come to know victory or defeat in what you're made of. That's sort of that Musashi mindset. Um, if you look him up, you'll see that he essentially traveled Japan on foot as a warrior monk, um, basically looking to test his skills and to see what what he would become on the other side. So the more common use of this concept, and one that we most readily see in martial arts training, or Budo, which is the training of martial arts, is when it comes to a, a major event, like a rank test, uh, or something like that. If you do uh, something, if you do like CrossFit, you've probably experienced something like this. Um, a training event is simple in appearance, strict, without luxury of some kind, and severe in nature. Whether that's like a long endurance thing, like uh, running a marathon, um, or something shorter like a CrossFit hero wad, like Murph comes to mind, you, you probably understand what it means to suffer for your own greater good and for a higher cause than simply your own personal self-improvement. That's a double, double words there, but I think you get it. So if you've done like Murph, um, you especially know what I'm talking about. 
in martial arts we do these things as well um, these long extended training periods to sort of test ourselves um, not just physically but mentally because the one great way to get into the space that you need to be in to test yourself mentally to test whether you'll quit or keep pushing or or, or your fight or your spirit is to push the physical bounds of of your your body uh, you know like Murph is definitely that if you've ever done a uh, martial arts rank test like a karate rank test or, or something um, you definitely know the feeling in Australia the native Aboriginal population historically has practiced what's known as walkabout. It's a rite of passage of self-discovery for someone to go live on their own in the wilderness for three to six months at a time. Uh, that's in very intriguing that, that even in those older, uh, pre-existing, almost ancient civilizations or populations, um, that they had something like this kind of as a rite of passage. And for anyone who does CrossFit, you know, Murph is definitely a rite of passage. And anyone who practices martial arts, uh, traditional Japanese martial arts, they definitely know that the testing um, is definitely a rite of passage along your way, uh, especially the black belt test, you know, that Shodan first degree type of situation uh, is definitely a rite of passage into your martial arts journey and in your metamorphosis into a better person. Uh, another way to think about this is to consider it as conducting oneself in a way that inspires mastery. Um, well, most times, Shugyo is experienced physically and also be through other uh, mental uh, exercises, spiritual things, like writing or creating for extended periods of time or some other extended type of study, like like almost like an all-nighter. I mean, even certainly all-nighters during exam week in college are definitely a uh, type of, you know, rite of passage, uh, crucible type thing. When we train or experience life in this way, within a severe scenario, eventually you place your ego and all your all your baggage, all your self-focused stuff at at its core. And through this experience or lens, we can come to see it for what it is. You you almost set yourself up for failure and then keep working through training and learning, through enduring and persevering through that self-imposed thing. Once you begin to practice that, what happens is, before you do something like this, before Shukyo, your tolerance levels or your self expectations are low, or, or they're on you know whatever level they're on. When you go through this type of crucible event or Shukyo or whatever it is, those levels are raised because you experience the uncomfortable, the unknown, the, the, dis, the difficult, and on the other side of that, your levels are higher. 
we're setting up conflict between our present experiences and our future selves. Here's, uh, here's Coach Mark Devine on Shugio. I'm going to play this. It's about a minute and a half. Uh, let's see what he has to say. Those of us committed to self-mastery need what the Japanese would call Shugio. Now, Shugio is a personal practice. That's the best way it kind of defines into English. So consider what is your personal practice, and are you committed to mastery to begin with? And what does that even mean? Well, for me, mastery means um, to work toward becoming the best version of yourself, the most evolved version of yourself. And there's no there there. It's just a constant state of becoming. And shugo, shugio, or having a personal practice, is a very specific routine that you do every day. Now, it's not like I'm saying you do the same five movements or the same two things, but it is a commitment to doing certain things every day that will evolve you. Personally, these include a breathing practice, meditation, visualization, movement, and physical exercise. Those are my, that's my shugio, and I won't go without it. Not a single day will go by. I'll modify and vary it up every single day, but with my shugio or personal practice, that's a commitment that is as important to me as eating and sleeping. So consider what is your shugio or your personal practice, and are you committed to becoming the highest and best version of yourself? into evolving yourself, to becoming more capable, more competent, tapping your full potential, and serving more powerfully. Let's get busy with our Shugio. So, yeah, so that was good stuff from Coach. Um, so consider what is in your personal practice and if you are committed to daily growth in order to tap into your full potential and serve powerfully. That's what he says. Um, you know, he's looking at it as a way for personal growth, specifically. And he is the originator of, you know, the Crucible event with his um, Kokoro camp and things like that. And I definitely love practicing these things, um, you know, like the the 12-hour ruck, uh, you know, marathon hikes, black belt tests, you know, Spartan beasts, um, two to three hour workout sessions, something like Murph or whatever Hero was. I like those things. And, and, and again, um, you know, I know historically people have looked at me doing these things and they think I'm crazy or they want to say like, that's just a macho thing or whatever. But it, it really is not, um, it is really not that at all. It is about self mastery and is it about raising that bar with yourself? Um, he's also talking about coach is also talking about uh, like something that you do every day right he looks at Shugio as well as something you do every day that might be uncomfortable or whatever it is that you put yourself in that scenario every day right if you have a set set daily routine that you repeat um, with discipline that is also a form of shugio uh, in terms of what he's referencing. And I also agree with that and practice it that way as well. Mastery is a constant state of becoming. 
There is no there, there. Rather, mastery is a commitment to doing certain things every day that will evolve you in a positive direction. True Shugyo is not just about putting yourself in a position to experience pain or to torture yourself. It's more about keeping your training dedicated, honest, and sincere. And sometimes, sometimes we're able to do that daily and stick with it. Other times we need that uh, tent pole, tent pole crucible type approach. Whatever it is that helps you. Uh, even the Marines have something that they do at the end of their their boot camp, their version of boot camp called they literally call it the Crucible. Um, Fifty four hours, forty eight miles, forty five pounds of gear. 36 different types of uh, obstacles or workouts or whatever they have to do, 29 team building things, only six hours of sleep inside the 54 hours, and two packages of food to, to eat MREs. That's what they call the crucible. Can you make it through that? If you can't, you're not a Marine. If you do, there you go. Um, We use Shugyo to accomplish this sort of dedicated, honest, and sincere training um, by using the crucible type event in martial arts or something super involved so we can better simplify ourselves, stripping away the baggage and unnecessary ego, truly enabling us to get those breakthroughs and grow from a position of strength and not fear, fighting the fear, facing discomfort, facing the difficult, facing the scary, facing the unknown and unknowable. Not in a very dangerous scenario. I mean, there's no risk of, I mean, I'm sure in some of these, you know, there's Marine Crucible or, or Navy SEAL Hell Week or, or whatever it is. Um, it, in some of these, there certainly is a risk of death. But in most of the time, training... I mean, you shouldn't be scared to die in training, but there should be an element of discomfort to really get at that dedicated, honest, and sincere approach. When you exhaust yourself to the point of physical failure and fatigue and mental failure and fatigue, there's not much left to worry about outside things. There's not much left to worry about the way you look. This is where people often understand, misunderstand, these extreme type of physical events, like 50Ks, ultras, you know, the Spartan races, like Murph, um, uh, ultimate black belt test, uh, which is what I what I've done twice, um, you know, which is 72 hours of testing. Um, my last one involved a marathon uh, ruck over the mountains uh, as one of the events for one of the one of the days inside the 72 hours. So most people misunderstand that, right? They, uh, they, they just think it's like you doing something hard to show off. And that is really not it. Um, David Goggins, if you study him, he's well known for his extreme lifestyle. He's been a special forces operator um, in just about every branch the military can offer. But he'll tell you not to misunderstand it. He does these things. He does the things he does. Not seeing him puff out his chest and be the toughest guy on the planet, which he is probably one of the toughest guys on the planet, but not at all. He does these things 
he does the things he does so he can raise the bar each time he competes completes something in his mind so he can raise his own expectations right each time building upon building upon the last so that he is now at what looks like to be superhuman example of being a human but it is through hard work it's through daily discipline daily shugyo and crucible events that get tougher and tougher and he's able to overcome them and at the end of them there is absolutely nothing in his mind that can stop him and that's what it's all about uh, I don't know if David Goggins knows about Shugyo but he definitely is uh, one of the ultimate practitioners of Shugyo it's impressive obstacles do not block the path they are the path it's an old Zen proverb um, and then uh, there's even a book about stoicism called The Obstacle is the Way. If you haven't read that, that's a really good one. Um, but those things that hold us back are the things we have to overcome to become better. Something that's interested me um, that I got a chance to do this through my last my last um, my second degree black belt test, which was also 72 hours. Uh, which is idea of the waterfall training, the Yamabushi monks. Yamabushi are mountain aesthetics, aesthetics or monks in Japan that focus on feats of physical endurance to help them attain, attain enlightenment. One very well-known and popular thing they do is they meditate under ice-cold waterfalls. I, like I said, I've had the opportunity to do this. Um, under a freezing cold waterfall up in uh, the Appalachian Mountains during my second degree black belt test in the middle of the winter in January. Um, my, my sensei, my teacher, and I, along with a couple of other students, we, we came across uh, waterfalls, the Cherokee Na Nation in uh, North Carolina, climbed over the uh, visitor's <laughs> overlook. Uh, I don't know if you're supposed to or not, but we did. And then we stood under this like 50 foot uh, freezing waterfall. 50 to 100 feet uh, way above us. Um, it was terrifying and exhilarating. And uh, I can remember as I was mentally preparing myself for what I was about to do, my mind just went blank, frozen from, no pun intended, frozen from fear, from the fear of being cold. Once under that water, uh, I remember feeling the, the incredible pressure of it hitting me as it was falling off that 50 to 100 feet off the top of the mountain. Um, but as it, as it hit me, I began to feel warm. I mean, the water was, of course, freezing. It was, you know, I don't know, 20 degrees Fahrenheit that day. But the act of overcoming my fear in focusing, in sh focusing on my breathing and sharpening my thoughts onto the moment was was mesmerizing. Uh, I remember being super aware moments after that. And I loved every second of it. And it's one of those moments of Shugyo that I think um, I think I want to repeat. So Taki Shugyo is an orthodox practice developed by the monks of wherever uh, it brings together, you know, Buddhism and Shinto. Um, Later, this Takishugyo has it's been brought into karate, which was interesting that my sensei brought it in there. 
and it's it's kind of a common thing if you've ever practiced Gyokushin, um, this concept of Shugyo. Um, but submitting to the severe conditions is intended not to lose concentration of focus. It's intended to test concentration of focus. And it's the idea of putting yourself in a very discomforting, uncomfortable position to try and focus yourself and see what you're made of. Uh, it can really strengthen the power of your mind and spirit and your your ability to uh, push, just generate willpower and, and persist against you know, that water's cold and it's coming down fast, uh, your greatest limitations or weaknesses. Um, and you can sort of, you know, almost purify yourself through that type of practice. Um, so anyway, those are some examples all the way from, you know, Coach Devine's Kokoro events to, you know, the Marine Boot Camp Crucible to Take Shugyo to generalized CrossFit type Shugyo to um, whatever. How about your training? Have you thought about this now that you've heard something? Have you done, do you practice this on some level? Will you bring this to your practice? Um, let me know. I, I would love to hear about it. I'd love to hear how it goes and I, I'm, I'm here to help in any way and I hope this brings you some knowledge and go get it. Go after it. Go push yourself for an hour. See what happens. Do something uncomfortable. Get after the unknown and unknown. Until next time.